Hello and welcome to the latest episode over the Ocean State Sidelines podcast. I'm Brandon McGear, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times Woonsocket Caller. Before we bring in this week's special guest, I'd like to say that this podcast is proudly sponsored by GLG Performance, based down the hallway from Upper, the Upper Deck Baseball Academy that's located off the John D. Memorial Boulevard in Cumberland. GLG head trainer Jay Oldham prides himself in ensuring that local athletes stay ahead of the curve when it comes to fitness training. For more information, reach out to Jay at 401-787-5563. And with that, and with that, we bring in this week's guest, Joseph Lottie Agubella. Providence native, played at St. Andrews School, 2006 graduate. Three stops on the college basketball circuit. Coach at Rocky Hill for four years. He's the director of basketball for Team New England Basketball Club on the AU circuit. And the next head coach of the Mount St. Charles boys basketball prep team that begins playing in the NEPSAC with the 2024-2025 school year. Coach Lottie, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate it. Nice to Thank you for having me. Um, first and foremost, what drew you to this job, the opportunity to kind of get on the ground floor here at Mount St. Charles and be part of something that's very unique and hopefully very special? Um, the opportunity to grow uh, a program that can change kids' lives. Um, that's the biggest thing because anytime you have a chance to go coach at a, at a prep school, uh, private school, you just can change kids' life academically and also athletically. So just the opportunity to do that um, and, and also having you know an AD like Ray and, and Coach Coleman who was there before with those guys saying, hey, we believe in you and leading the charge and what we want Mount St. Charles to be. Um, it was a no-brainer knowing that there was no egos in this and they really wanted to be something special and, and they want me to help make that happen for Mount St. Charles. So it was a no-brainer. It was a goldmine. Now, when you sat down with uh, AD Ray Levely and Henry Coleman and other school officials, what was the message you wanted to convey, knowing that you were coming in with a strong AU background and also with a prep school background? How much did you convey your background in terms of what you could probably bring to Mount St. Charles? Um, I let them know who they was getting. Um, first and foremost, I was going to get a coach that cared about the kids, that cared about the development, that cared about seeing them move on to the next level. Um, just to kind of let them know, like, if you want to start something and grow something to be special, um, I definitely am the guy for that. And I let them know everything that I've done. And if I'm just a coach in accolades, like I tell people, um, I really don't speak too much about. Um, people always say, why? is just say, you know, there's something that I did as far as, like, win this championship here or win that championship here. Um, so I had to, you know, you know, uh, discuss the things that I've done on the AAU side and also the high school side. Um, and there's a lot of success there. Um, but just knowing that being at Mount St. Charles, you can bring that same exact success to a school um, that is kind of thirsty for that um, uh, level of, of basketball, and I know I can help deliver that. You know, you're, we mentioned that you're involved with the Team New England and also, but how much is that AU connection maybe going to be beneficial in trying to build a roster that can be ready to compete as early as next year? Um, it's very beneficial to have the um, – the AU background because you're able to have kids and families that trust and believe in you and their players' development as far as those kids going on to the next level. Because at the end of the day, in all of this, parents and players want to see the well, parents want to see their kids go to the next level and players want to get to the next level. Um, and I take, you know, I take that extremely serious because once families and players trust in you to help get them to the next level, um, that's one of those things where, you know, that's what you want to be able to help provide for them. So that connection there is, is, is key because those are the parents that's going to allow me to coach their kids and kind of, you know, help write their next chapter, which is, you know, getting into the college ranks. Um, so just having that AAU background, the family's trust and the players' trust is going to be huge um, and getting the type of players that we need at Mount St. Charles to grow them to who they want to be and who we are going to be. 
I think you were about 10 days out from since the official announcement. What's it been like for you to get to know the Mount St. Charles community? And what's the kind of the message that you want to get out there to maybe current students and also potential uh, people who might be coming in? Um, I, I, I met with them even, um, you know, the parents and players yesterday. Um, it was a great meeting just to let them know who they will get and who I am. Um, and just let them know, like, I want to, I care about everything from the, from the top all the way down from the prep team all the way to the middle school team. They have someone that cares about the growth of Mount St. Charles. And even when I told them, I said, yes, I've only been here for a couple of weeks, but I care about the M. And at the end of the day, I think that M is a great letter. And I think it's clean. It means something. Um, and to the point I said, Mount matters. That's what the M means to me. Mount matters. And at the end of the day, we're going to grow it. Um, and you got to grow from the ground up. And that's what the middle school program. All right, coach. That's what the middle school program. That's, um, you know, growing the high school kids um, the way we need them to, to, to grow. And, and, you know, it's they're getting someone that cares about a program and want to see a program grow. In your opinion, because you've been involved in both sectors, AAU and also the prep, what's kind of like the marriage between those groups? Because it's so important. Um, <coughs> the marriage between the two is is you're kind of preparing the kids throughout the winter season, the ones that you can have, that ones that might play for you on both levels. You're preparing them for their next chapter because AAU is 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 the game that they'll be able to play in front of college coaches. So a lot of the kids can double dip, meaning, okay, they play at Mount St. Charles. They're able to uh, play at these, these significant tournaments where college coaches are there, and then also you go to the AAU side during the live periods, they get the same exact kind of double dip. So they're getting coached up throughout the winter season to be successful, and then also they're getting coached up during the spring season. So they're able to be coached from – about November to about actually October all the way to July, you know, so it's kind of like a great marriage of them being able to play in front of these college coaches when it really matters, again, in the winter season and also in the AU season. So they never get nervous. They're always well prepared. Um, I want to go back in time a little bit. You know, you played at St. Andrews for Coach Hart, one of your teammates for Kim Sanders. What was it like watching him kind of get recruited? And when you maybe talk to your future players and you, or even some of your current players with, with – um, on the AU server team, New England. Just what do you talk about with citing Rakim in terms of what his journey, his recruiting journey, and what he was able to accomplish? Right. So with Rakim and I, we you know we we talk regularly, um, and just even you know talk with him and his success was. I was so happy for him then, and I tell everyone the way it was set up. You know, we all played AU together. We had played with the Breakers at the time, and. It was a genuine bond. It was a genuine kiss. So when he started to become more successful with his recruitment, with his, with his, with his style of play, he was actually happy. There was no jealousy with any of the teams. And he, and I tell people when I talk about him, he actually hated it, right? So he actually hated the, the limelight, and he was so shy about it. And I used to be the one like, yo, Rob, go do it, go do it, go do it, because I, it was one of the things where he hated it, and he couldn't talk in front of a big crowd, but he can play in front of a big crowd. Um, so that's a true fun fact that a lot of people don't know about him, that he was – one of the most humblest uh, players throughout that process that, that I've seen. And even when you see kids today, but he's one of the ones that was super humble um, throughout his whole process because he was able to, you know, be, he was laid back about it. And, and his success was all of our success um, because when he's in the, in, the argue, in the magazines and things like that, we all cheered for him. When he had his sign in time when he committed to BC, we all cheered for him. We all was there. Um, so seeing him go through it was, was fun. And also when I have kids and we talk to him about that, we actually bring up Rakim. Um, so it, it was great to see him and, and his success. We always, we still am happy for him. He wanted, he, he, he would shoot Texas with me when he got um, inducted to the Hall of Fame. He shot me a text, and I tell him how proud I am. And we're both happy, things like that. So it was great to see him grow. Um, Coach Lai, who how would you describe maybe some of the biggest coaching influences 
in your life and how much maybe you're taking some of their pieces into what you do when you're on the court and also kind of managing the players off the court? Um, coach Hot uh, definitely played a, plays a big part um, in who I am today. And also my coach at North Platte, uh, Coach O'Connor, Kevin O'Connor. Um, those two um, play a huge part in who I am today. Um, just seeing Coach Hop being able to grow St. Andrews to what it is today. I was there in the very beginning when my brother had played there with Tony Robinson back in 97, 98. So I tell everyone, I'm not, you know, this isn't new to me. I've been seeing the prep school NEPSAC since I was eight, nine years old. Um, so this is home. This is this is what I regularly know when it comes to high school basketball. So I didn't grow up too much on the, you know, in Scholastic because my brother played at Mount Pleasant. And once I started going around there, I was probably, you know, I probably went to, you know, about a year or so when he was going into his years at Mount. Um, and then once he, once he transferred to St. Andrews, that's all I know, which was prep school basketball. Um, and then seeing coach, coach up teams, win championships, you know, um, in each decade, you know, it, it's one of those things where when you see program success, it's based on longevity, not just a short stint of a year or two. Um, for someone like him to be able to do it for so long in different type of teams, that's who you want to be and that's who you want to become and to have that type of success. Um, my whole thing is I, I hope, you know, one day I can have my name on a court just like him because that's how you leave a legacy because he's done it for over 30 years and he's doing it and he's still going. Um, so when you look at someone like a role model, it's got to be him um, because I know that's the type of that's the type of guy you want to end up becoming as a coach to where you're remembered. And he's always going to be remembered. And he plays a huge part in who I am today. And same thing with Coach O'Connor, just from being able to how to treat kids and, and, and just the, the real grit and how to get, you know, something out of a kid that might not be as much. Um, that's what Coach O'Connor was able to sit there and do for me at, at North Play. It was just a whole different experience when I was out in Nebraska. Um, yeah, he, he did a great job. You know, we should mention that we're recording this podcast at Rhode Island College, uh, site of the annual New England Prep School Showcase Tournament. Uh, we just watched uh, Putnam Science play with a uh, future friar. And you were, we were there, I won't say Oswin. I don't know if we pronounce it right, you got to learn how to say that name eventually correctly. Yeah, but thing, yeah. yeah. But um, we were both there the same day that he decided he was going to go with the Friars. Yeah. What did that moment be for me for you, knowing that his story, he's come over here, and also, too, just you know the incredible job that Kim English and his staff did in, in getting a, a commitment from one of the better big men from the class of 2025? Um, what it meant for, for, for me was, you know, he's, he's staying close to home, which is, which is Providence, and, 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 you know, seeing him being able to be at those many games when he's been to be playing in front of, in front of those fans, um, I think it was just big for the city. I, and also, I, I know it was big for the PC program, Providence College program. Um, just him signing, it was oh, him committing. Um, I think it's just a program changer. Right, it's one of those things where they're already they're already in, in a great position with what they're doing and what Coach English is doing. I think it just continues to build off the momentum that he's already has. Um, but it, it meant a lot to see everyone there and everyone excited that you know this is a school that he's choosing that this is where he wants to be and this is where he sees the future of himself growing and where he can learn from the coaches like from Coach Felt and Coach Fuller, Coach Nate and guys that are over there, Coach Hamer. So there's already great coaches that are over there on that staff, and in building a relationship, getting to know who they are um, was a great fact. Um, one thing that I tell people, I said, one thing I knew about coaching was the first time when I went to a, um, you know, one of their practices, came up there, I was with my son, my youngest one. Um, he ran on the court, and this was like right after practice. Coaching was going to know, you know, the kids anything yet, and his daughter was there. And my son and his daughter started interacting and playing right away. And I, and there was no, like, hey, whose kid is this? Got to get off the court. It felt like a wreck, sounded like a big one, happy family. And I tell them that, you know, that's the first thing I set it off. As I told everyone, I said, God is a good guy because... Family's big with us, and myself and the team, the family. 
and the way he accepted a kid that he didn't even know yet as just like one of his own with no issue. It's just like he's a family guy. He treats everything like family. And that was the first call. It had nothing to do with his plays. It had nothing to do with his ex-nose. It was just the acceptance of my kids. Um, that's how you know, like, okay, this is, this is a family-based program, and he treats everyone just as so. So that's a – you have no problem leaving your kids in, in, in a guy like that hand. To get, though, a prospect of Oscar's magnitude, or also he's a top, you know, whatever kid, but he's a New England kid. How right. big was that for PC, like, you know, for Kim – to kind of get somebody like that where, you know, hopefully it's the first of many dominoes to fall. Definitely. Um, I, it was huge just for the simple fact that it's cool to stay home, it's cool to stay local, and you can stay at a local school um, like a province and still get to your end goal, right? If your end goal is the NBA, you, still, you don't have to go across the country or down south or anything like that to get to your end goal. Um, if you find the right home, the right family, the right coaching staff to get you to your end goal, um, it's a no-brainer. You know, so that's that's it's key to stay home when you have all those things locally and close. And sometimes it's good even for a prospect like him because there are going to be bad days, right? There's going to be bad days, but you're a call away. And also, if you need me, or, or Zeke or Greg or any of the team new fans, well, just a drive away as opposed to a plane ticket I'll see you on the weekend. Yep. You know, so that's that was a key thing too. Very huge, but uh, Coach Lai, congratulations on the Mount St. Charles uh, gig. It. Looking forward to seeing how you're going to build this roster and. Uh, elevate Mount basketball to a higher level, but that'll do it for this uh, latest episode of the Ocean State Sidelines, sponsored by GLG Performance. We'll be back with a fresh episode soon, but until then, take care, everyone.